Welcome back to uh, Round Guy the Podcast. The Smithburg Auto presents uh, Iowa f- High School Football in Southeast Iowa. Uh, two locations, Smithburg Auto. If you need a car, talk to David. He's the best. Hey, good. welcome to the program, Scotty. All right. Hi, everybody. We had quite a big uh, week, uh, week night of, of football. I was uh, at home watching games live streaming and listening to the radio and uh scotty did you get to one tonight last night yeah i went to uh winfield and uh watched a real good battle between the uh, two henry county eight player teams yeah a couple really good teams too uh yeah anyway uh let's get uh this is the show where we cover the scores and everything from last night so uh let's uh let's get right to it uh keokuk at washington how did that one wind up better than I thought uh, we'd picked Washington to win but uh, as often happens when you get some of the teams that have had a, a rough season going together one really shines they've been waiting to, to break out and that was the Demons last night they won 45 to 6 yeah they were I, I listened to Cole uh, hey wasn't that a great interview with Cole yeah he uh, he knows so much about the schools around here and, and the players and uh, but before yeah, we get I, any any too much further, I want to thank everybody that's been listening from Southeast Iowa and mention some of the towns that they're listening from. We've got new listeners in Flores and Hedrick. Uh, we've had listeners in Kelowna, Ainsworth, Centerville, Brighton, Mount Pleasant, Fairfield, Washington, several in Wellman, and tons in Wayland. Uh, and when I say Wayland, I, I pretty much mean the Wayland. Uh, they get their cable or they get their uh, internet from Wayland, so that's a pretty big area, but... It's all Southeast Iowa, baby. So, right. Uh, anyway, so we got Washington to, and let, give me the score. I'll write that down. What was it? Demons 45, Keokuk Chiefs 6. Well, that's a good for win for Washington. You know, I mean, I know it's not, not so good for Keokuk, but Washington is a pretty good team. They're talking about trying to win those last three games, and I think they may do it. I, I have high hopes for him to, to win out to finish this season. So Fairfield took on a real tough, uh, real tough Solon team. Uh, how did they fare? Man, that, that went exactly as expected. Um, it's two teams now that Fairfield's played this season uh, that are just on another level compared to the rest of their schedule. And, and uh, Solon won this game 56-7 to seven over the Trojans. 56-7. to seven. Well... It is what it is. You play you 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 play a team that good, and it's it's probably not going to work out well. All Spartans right, are on a mission, it would seem. Now, uh, Oskaloosa went to Pella, and uh, I know Pella was winning last I checked. How did that wind up? Well, um, I know this one had some some mixed picks from from the group of us that uh, played beat the round guy. Um, and I missed a few this week, but I'm proud to say I picked this one correctly. Pella Dutch, 36, Oskaloosa Indians, zero. Yeah, it was 21 nothing. I, I, I stopped checking into it. It just, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Oskaloosa. Once they, it just, once they lost, they just never recovered. We're seeing this with uh, with our area teams here. You've got, you've got the teams that front-loaded their schedule with real tough opponents. Um looking like they're really prepped for these late season games that are going to decide whether or not Washington you get to and get Pella, you know, and Pella there and some of the teams are skidding in. Yeah, you're right about that. Playing tough teams really is what 
you know, let you play that talent. Well, okay, Fort Madison went to Iowa City uh, Liberty. Round guy was on Liberty. Uh, uh, they were winning last I heard. They they pulled it out, Liberty. Holy uh, 24 cow. to 16 over the ranked Bloodhounds. What was the score? 24 to 16. Holy cow. Tough game, uh, just just as we all thought it was going to be a kind well, of that a is a loss. huge loss for for uh, Fort Madison. Does it throw their uh, chances to win their uh, division? I mean, it, it certainly makes it tougher. I believe in the bigger school classes, you know, three A and up, only two teams from each district get in guaranteed. Yeah. Um, Fort Madison probably needed to win this game because they've got big ones looming to finish. They've got Burlington yet, I believe, and uh, North Scott, and those are games they could easily drop as well. Uh, so th- this is a tough loss for them and could put a major damper on postseason hopes. Well, I mean, of all the guys that picked, even the ones on the Cole show, nobody picked Iowa City Liberty, except for Round Guy. But I had a sneaky suspicion. So when Round Guy made that pick, I thought, I'll bet this this guy's got us on it. You, uh, <laughs> you know, Cole and you both said the same thing. They, they just sat there and took the whole time bragging about how good uh, Iowa City Liberty is. And then they turn around and pick Fort Madison. Uh, it's another case of uh, a team that their record doesn't show it, but they played such a, a brutal schedule that it's paying off now, whereas Fort Madison has a softer schedule, and, and maybe they're not prepped for, for these big games that decide your uh, well, postseason fate. They struggled with uh, they struggled with Washington on the road. They lost on yeah. the road here. Maybe the road isn't their uh, – uh, but then again, sometimes I just think, you know, you should lose one game and you better just at least get it out of the way before the playoff starts. It's not the end of the world. If they regroup um, and and they can take one of these last two, I think they've got a good shot against Burlington, to be honest. Okay, Mount Pleasant, uh, Burlington, I'm sure that was a – well, let's hear what happened. Well, uh, Mount Pleasant took the lead early on a field goal, three to nothing, and then Burlington rattled off 56 straight, final score 56 to three. 56 to three. That's no surprise. Not a surprise. Okay. Now, here was a a game, and I didn't – Quite catch a final score. I know Pella Christian was ahead. How did Pella Christian do at Cardinal? Uh, Pella Christian, the Eagles, they seem to be a little angry since that loss to Sigourney Kyoto. Uh, they won this game going away 52-8. to eight. Uh, Cardinal just had nothing for them. I think the injury bug bit them in the second half as well. Um, but the, the game was well in hand. Pella Christian has uh, played about flawless from what yeah, I read. Pella Christian certainly wasn't going to let another loss happen. Uh, well, good for them. Uh, sorry for Cardinal. I really thought they had a, a fighting chance at home there, but me too was not to be. Playoff hopes still alive, though. Uh, Sigourney to Central Dakota. I have nothing on this game. Okay, that one was a tough one for me to dig up, and I had to go to your Max Prep Preps uh, source to find that. And uh, Sigourney Kyoto, according to what I was able to find, won this game thirty-seven to nine. No surprise there. Was that the one with the mix-ups? No. Okay. New London, how about them? They got off the snide at New at Lone Tree, didn't they? They certainly did, and and um, I picked Lone Tree in this one. But so did I. It was based off of the last couple of weeks. Now, if this is the New London team that's healthy and destroyed uh, Winfield a few weeks ago, they may be the 
the team to beat from our area if they keep this uh, going. They get in the playoffs, which it looks like they still can. Yeah, they uh, they're still a lot of fun. So how that? What was the score on that one? Go ahead. What was the score on that one? Fifty-three to eight. They were not messing around. Yeah, I know it's thirty-three to nothing or something at halftime. So. Well, this is the the Tiger team we expect to see on Friday nights. And, yeah, and uh, that was what they, they that was what Cole back. said. He said he said it depends on which which New London team shows up. Yeah, um, I know they were missing a key player in that game against Waco that was such a battle. Uh, and then I I don't know if they suffered some more injuries since then. They they've apparently been a little discombobulated lately, but uh, they appear to have it back on track now. Okay. Mediapolis at Detroit or at uh, Durant. This was the one that I I dug around, and even the Des Moines Register has conflicting reports based on uh, when you uh, look at their uh, their list of scores. But I think Mediapolis won eighteen to seven. But I've seen it the other way. I've seen people reporting that Durant won eighteen to seven. So I don't know who's right here. We'll get that sorted out uh, before we you know probably by our next show preview. If Minneapolis did win that, that puts them at five and two, and I think that would be a they uh, uh, their defense looks like it it held up. It's pretty strong. Uh, I hope they won that, and I hope they move forward. They're a pretty good team in our area. Now, Me too. We'll, we'll get that sorted out here uh, uh, soon. Here's your boys, Waco at Mount Union. What a great game that had to have been. It was. It was. Uh, and it was close for quite a while, um, into the third quarter, really. I got there. Uh, Cam Buffington had already thrown a touchdown pass, so the Wolves were up 6-0. to zero. Uh, Waco responded, uh, finished the half strong, uh, went into halftime with a 26-14 lead. Buffington had scored another touchdown, so he got the two that I thought he might get. And he certainly helped with their third uh, score. They got early in the third quarter. They had to drive after a beautiful punt by Waco that got down to Winfield's half yard line, Buffington engineered a drive that took uh, the Wolves down for a score and a touchdown. Um, and they pulled within 26, 20. I thought, man, we've got us a battle here, but that's when Waco, they responded very quick on a screen pass to Reichenbach. He took it to the house. And I mean, they just, they just kind of blitzed Winfield from there. It's like Cole was saying on your uh, preview show you did with him the other day. Waco just, they can beat you in so many ways. You want to get in a shootout, they'll, they'll, they'll outscore you. If you want to get in a defensive battle, they'll, they'll do that too. Yeah. They can score with a pass. They can score with a run. I think Reichenbach hit for five touchdowns total last night. Uh, Buffington, what a pleasure to watch. This, this kid is a, a supreme athlete. Waco ended up picking him off three times in the game, though, so that's that uh, – Defense of Waco, they, they'll turn you over, too. So I, they ended up playing 47 20. It was a good game, though. I asked Cole if Cam Bovington could get 21 points. But I really meant three touchdowns. He did do that. And and Cole thought, yeah, he says he's got the ability to, to do that, even against this good defense. Yeah, I mean, technically, I, I mean, you weren't wrong. He may not have scored that last touchdown, but he was the driving force for that really long drive that they had that pulled him back within six and – had us thinking that we're going to have another game that goes to the wire. Uh, but Waco's just too much. Like Cole said, their line play, you know, when it comes down to it, they're just going to wear you down. They had everybody back healthy last night. Uh, they had been missing a couple kids last week, I guess, and everybody was back, and they just they 
they're just unflappable and they just keep doing what they do and they find ways to score and they just they just beat everybody that you put in front of them so they're seven and oh and their season is over and uh, yes. certainly they've locked the the division crown up and the yep. first spot in the playoffs uh they got some time to heal and rest yep. and recover too so I, I think that, I mean, some might disagree. Some might say you don't want a, a week off before playoffs, but in a sport like football, I think it's important to, if you've got a chance to get everybody healthy and, and extra rest, I think that's a good thing. You can't say after a full regular season of football, you don't have some some sores and some injuries and some things that could heal up a little bit. So I, I think they're in about as good a position as they could possibly be. Although yeah, I agree with you, Dave. I'm going to miss, miss uh, talking about them next week. All right, uh, Centerville at Mid Prairie. Our Mid Prairie boys—they seem to be on top of things last night. How did that work out? Mid Prairie Golden Hawks over the Big Reds of Centerville, forty-two to twenty-one. I don't know, uh, you know, who the stars were or anything of the game, but I think Mid Prairie handled that one from the kickoff, and uh, they're they're in good shape. So they're four and three. Uh, do you know what the playoff positioning situation is? Let's see. I believe they're in uh, Class 2A, and I believe the top two teams are guaranteed a spot in the playoffs, and I think they're sitting at a solid second place in that district with Williamsburg uh, being the, the, the front runner, and, and then the fact that they beat Davis County last night, uh, that, that puts Mid-Prairie in the driver's seat for that second playoff spot. Hey, shoot me that Waco score again. I didn't write it down. Waco beat Winfield 47-20. to 20. Well, and, and most, you say most of that was just in the fourth quarter where it really did separate. Uh, it would have been from like early third on. Once uh, once Winfield made that uh, last touchdown that they scored, uh, Waco, you know, they took control from there. Well, anybody that bought a ticket to see either Winfield or Waco this season got their money's worth. For sure. Okay, so our, our Mid-Prairie boys, they're four and three. Other, and one of the losses was a was a couldn't feel the team loss, so a forfeit. Yep. Anyway, here was a game. Uh, I watched this on TV, and uh, it totally changed my view of both these teams. Uh, Williamsburg three and three was playing uh, Davis, and they were number ten in the state. They're playing number twenty eight, uh, Davis County. Now at Davis County, and I'd seen on several Davis County games, and they really looked uh, looked like a solid team. But they were no match for this Williamsburg team. I did a little reading on this. I was able to find a, a nice article in the Ottumwa uh, newspaper. And it looks like Davis County's hopes, and, and their coach, to his credit, did not uh, make excuses. But Davis County's got what sounds like a real nice little running back, uh, one of those stout, short, hard-to-bring-down guys, low center of gravity, tough. And he did go down with a leg injury in the first half of that game and was unavailable the rest of the game. And, I, you know, the coach of uh, Davis County was quoted. He says he does not feel that affected the outcome. He felt like his team just didn't execute well enough, and Williamsburg did. And Williamsburg showed him some things defensively they hadn't seen to this point, and that can throw you off too, especially with a teenager. What was, the, what was the score of that one? Williamsburg won 41-8. to eight. Um, Davis County was in this in the first half. and uh, Like I said, their star got, got hurt, and things just kind of unraveled. What I just noticed, you know, from looking at it on the TV, there was uh, Williamsburg's huge. I mean, huge. 
I mean, well, a foot taller than all the, you know, I mean, than, than Davis County. For Damn. a smaller school, they seem to churn out Division One linemen fairly regularly, so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, they, they just had great, big guys that, you yeah. know, there was no one-on-one tackling going on, you know what I mean? It was Davis County needed everybody to bring anybody down, and they, I'm not surprised. <laughs> they just brute force moved the ball. I mean, it is I, – I, I'm a big uh, – look, man, I'm going to have a tough time picking against Williamsburg ever again, to be honest with you. It oh. goes back to uh, what we've talked about before, where that's one of those schools that they front load their schedule and they will take some games on the chin or, or lose a few early season games. And then when they get into that district they play in, they, they tend to – win out, win the championship in their in their district, and, and then do some damage in the playoffs. It's just uh, Williamsburg's M.O. every year. I was able to watch uh, – I, I had the uh, Atomo Lindmark game on. Uh, the first time I looked up, it was 28 nothing. the first quarter. I mean, boy, Atomo just got throttled. I don't know what they, how that game wound up, but jeez. Linmar one fifty six and zero. Um, no surprise there to me. Linmar's pretty tough, and Atumwa, they're another one of those teams in our area that uh, when they're matched up against the elite, they they don't fare well. They and, just, um, yeah, they just got destroyed. Bell Plain took out Pekin. Now, uh, I didn't hear the score of the Pleasantville Van Buren game. Did you? Did you? Check, did you? Were you I got Pleasantville forty five, Van Buren eight. So that. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, I haven't really seen it. I don't really remember it. Has any team come back and won a game? Uh, You mean last night? Well, I'm not talking about last night. I'm talking about the last, you know, few weeks. I mean, uh, it just seems like one team gets out in front and that's it. You know, I'm sure there's a case of that. This is, you know, this doesn't, uh, doesn't do us any favors, uh, for our area schools, but that Williamsburg Mid Prairie game, Mid Prairie had that one in hand yeah. until the end. Yeah, uh, they, they that one was one I think did come from behind, you know, and I appreciate you you bringing that up. Uh, boy, Mid Prairie must be really good to be able to play Williamsburg like that. They're huge. Uh, yeah, it, that's what I was saying when I, when I saw that Mid Prairie took them to the wire, really should have won the game. It, it uh, definitely uh, raised my eyebrows at that one. That that means the Golden Hawks have uh, a shot at making a run in the playoffs, if you ask me. Oh, I, I don't think anybody's going to be happy to play them. No Sheree no. Bob. No, I wouldn't want to play them. I wouldn't want to play New London right now in eight-man. There's, there's a few teams trending in the right direction yeah. at the right time. Some of the – some of the when we get to the playoffs, we'll definitely be separating the men from the boys there because uh, – well, you got uh, another great – hey, look, we, we really expanded our coverage. Uh, we really gained a lot of viewers this week. I think this was the week we uh, really came up to the next level on our coverage. Uh, uh, you got any thoughts on how the, how our coverage has been done and how we've been able to continually uh, improve what we're doing and cover more teams and get better analysis? It's a lot to cover. Um it's, it's nice to have all those great sources, you know, a couple of radio stations in the area. We've got some great uh, little newspaper sources that are on top of things that, you know, as the games are going on, I'm scrolling whenever I, there's a timeout or halftime, I'm scrolling through my Twitter. Uh, the guys at Southeast uh, Iowa Union paper, 
they do a great job reporting on the games that they're at. They're kind of doing like, like you and I, they, you know, they take off to a game and they report on that one. And then they search through Twitter to, to see what else is going on. That's what we're all doing. Um, well, and I mean, I, you know, it, it, I don't go and keep track of stats. I just watch the game and kind of get my, my own overview of what happened. And, uh, you know, we do what we can do. I think, I think it's a lot of fun and I think people like to hear about it, like to read about it. Do you know what your score was for the pick in this week? Oh, gosh, I'd have to go through the list here. I know I missed on a couple. I missed on a there couple, was, too. There were some, like we said, we had bad feelings about. Well, we, about we you know, kind of picked a few games with our heart instead of our head, I guess, maybe. But uh, Well, you know, it, it, we're covering our area. We want it, We want our teams to do well. I want everybody to do well, but I'm, I'm going to go with my, my hometown uh, area first and foremost. So. Me, too. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I don't know who came out on top, but the pick of the week was round, guys. Pick of uh, Iowa City Liberty beating Fort Madison. How about that, huh? Yeah. And I I know he's not into this uh, high school like we are, so he's kind of just going off of feel and, and the little tidbits of info you give him. But that was a big one there. And and I, I don't know about you, but I, I had a little bit of a bad feeling about picking Fort Madison. That was a picket. Well, it was, it, it was, there was so much talk about how, how good – from you and from from Cole about how good they were, so we knew that there was going to be something. And uh, you know what? It's good for that, that's good for Fort Madison. You know what I mean? Because you win, you win, you win, you win all the time, and you just kind of expect to win. And you know, sometimes getting knocked back down will help you a little bit. But I still think Fort Madison's had a heck of a season, and uh, it's been uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, as far as round guy goes, uh, th- this was his idea to cover the high school, you know, he, he got to talking, uh, yeah. To, uh, uh, Jared, uh, Lawson who, you know, and he really got round guy all hyped up about it. And he does love this, this segment. And he does like, you know, he just, he likes the teams and all that fighting around stuff, you know, city to city. He, he thinks it's pretty great. You know, it is. And especially in a state like ours where, uh, you know, we don't have any professional teams. You've got the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones, and uh, most people are really into that. I, I don't know where my uh, passion for high school football came from. I think it's just because I like that that low level that's uh, you get to see some some exciting games and, and a lot of talent before the money gets involved, and that's that's my You're uh, hungry. My it's like the difference from. between a baseball player in A ball and Triple A. In A ball, yeah. there's no attitudes, and everybody's hustling. You know, yeah, everybody's out there because they they want to be there and they're trying to win, and that's pretty much the end of it. But uh, well, anyway, I think it's been great coverage. You've really done a great job for us. Uh, I know. I mean, we didn't gain all these listeners in all these cities because we we aren't doing a good job. And I guess the only people doing better than us is the ones that are listening. Because <laughs> it's been terrific. Well, you got anything before we wrap this up? A few scores uh, from. From our area here, we you know we we don't hit on every team real hard because some are having better seasons than others, and some are easier to find uh, info on than others. But uh, Columbus, I've been keeping my eye on them because they're close by here, and like I've said a few times, they they seem to be trending in the right direction. I don't know if their record will show it by the end of the year, but they had a big win over North Cedar last night, thirty-five to sixteen, and we've been talking about um, um, their running back and. Uh, He's only a sophomore, um, Caden Amagon, and uh, I heard Cole talking about him on the radio last night on the, on the KCII 
football Friday show and, and he's putting up big numbers and I think the future is right there. So hopefully the Wildcats get going in the next couple of years uh, with him leading the way. Uh, Wapolo, 48 to 12 over Albernet. Wapolo very much alive heading into the uh, postseason picture. So that's great. Um, Central League got a win last night. They beat Eddieville 48 to 7. How about that? That's Central League's got a win on the season. I did not see that coming. Well, that's terrific. That's terrific. Well, uh, appreciate all the great coverage. Uh, if you enjoy our show, I know you're going to enjoy uh, KCII's. Uh, Football Friday preview show. It's on six to seven. And then uh, he does a show called Coach's Corner. Uh, starts at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning. It's doing exactly what we're doing. Uh, what a great week. Uh, I really want to shout out to Cole. Uh, thank you, Scotty, for being so dedicated and putting this out. Uh, thanks to all the kids that played and the seniors that maybe played their last game at home last night. Uh, you know, it's a – you. You've represented your cities and you're ready to move on to adulthood and uh, uh, the communities are all behind you and we'll get uh, back with Scotty. We'll have offensive and defensive players of the week and next week's picks and thanks for listening.